This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey. Call the cops. This level of foolishness hey. and joy. Losers, in other words. Hey. Now watch this drive. Raiders! Hey. Damn it! Hey. Shisha! Sicario! Bruce hey. fucking Springsteen! Damn it! Hey. Yeah, people hey. are gonna die. I want yeah, to see baby! Because uh-huh. she got a great ass! <laughs> and you got your head all the way up it! <laughs> see, people neglect that second part. They yeah. just do the, she's got a great ass and not the really Cajun delivery Yeah, on that second part. <laughs> and you got your head all the way up it. That's mm. like Lauren Daigle energy Period. down by the bayou. All the way up it. That now is, now more than ever is not a time to tune into this podcast expecting a Christian show. Or <laughs> <laughs> just listening to that theme song. I was like, that would be. At least to get them early. If this is your first episode, yeah. where it's like, I like Barlow Girl. Yeah. Sure. Maybe they'll do a little devotional at the top. <laughs> well, we used to until people said, please stop. It's literally triggering me. <laughs> I had to talk about it in therapy. Dark place. Oh, no. We had a caller, remember? That's right. A week or two ago, oh, gosh. Say, Listen to this. This is what it sounds like in therapy. Or uh, when I had to pray. The only circumstances in which I want to be brought up in therapy for our listeners is... I, I realized how much everyone has a great ass, you know, or something like that. <laughs> Positives is what I'm saying. The only time I want to be brought up in therapy is when someone says like, yeah, I've been going through a lot of stuff and it's been hard and this break has been hard, but there's been one guy, <laughs> one friend of mine. Genuinely, I wanted to be like, you know, I was just like, I was so thrown and confused. And then my friend Caroline said just like such a simple thing to me that I like can't get out of my head, you know? I have, yeah. I mean, I have a few of those. Yeah. You, you've been that friend for me a few times where it's like, they said something that can't get out of my head. Now, whether it was good or not. <laughs> Damn, no. <laughs> or like when you listen to people and they use a the phrase and it's like, oh, I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to coffee with a friend a few weeks ago and they used the phrase I never heard before, gender-based harm. Which is gender-based harm. Yeah, gender-based okay. harm. Which isn't even like what a revelatory <laughs> nugget, but it was definitely something that like yeah, I term. fully uh internalized into vocab because it, it's such a succinct way to describe so many things. Yeah, true. Uh rather than say like, you know, th- to be reductive about it or use imprecise language. Mm-hmm. Imprecise language, like welcome to good Christian fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're gonna have good Christian fun. It's the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture. Christian great asses and the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you. And we're not here to make you go to church. We're definitely not going to make you go to Hillsong. We're not going to make you go do it. Don't do it. Guys, if you've been listening to Hillsong, you're being bad. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) If you've been listening to Hillsong, like that's that's sneaking a little something Mm -hmm. like contraband from your progressive friends. Going into Houston's legal fund every time you stream. Are you upset? That none of the Hillsong documentary episodes, the one that we covered last week, that none of the episodes' titles were Houston's We Have a Problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm upset now that you say that. Like, that was actually probably the most upsetting right thing about the documentary. Is like, guys. Guys. It was right in front of you. I know you have a lot of work Just to like do. weird church. The low-hanging fruit was right. It was square between your eyes. You didn't pick it. You didn't pick it at all. Come on. <laughs> you left us all wanting more. Please, please give us more. We're going to have good Christian fun, and it is Singles Ministry, and we're talking about a song called Clothes by Barlow Girl. Yeah. Clothes. Clothing time. Clothes. Clothing time. Remember that song? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but listen, it's the two of us on the episode tonight. Solo bolo. I'm a little uh, wired up today. Okay. I was wired up already, and I feel like the episode we just recorded... Yeah, that got if, you energized. If people listen to Second Service, they can hear that episode this previous Friday, uh, 30 Minutes to Heaven. I'm like jacked wow. a little bit. This is a 180 because when I first came in here, you said, I'm so tired. I know. I had a bad night of sleep. I did. Because li- our little producer had <laughs> notes throughout the night. Was producing some noises <laughs> all night long. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that you feel energized. So guys, if you want to know where Kevin's little pep in his step is coming from, mm-hmm. go ahead and go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun. That's right. Because you're going to hear a beautiful theme song. Yeah. I it's think, actually really powerful. I think because you're asking me so many questions about my childhood and... Mm. And memory and nostalgia and things like that. And and I think, too, I, we were talking about this a couple months ago uh, when we went up to the cabin for my birthday. I had a little group of friends go up there, and it was a lot of silly time and a lot of playing music and instruments together mm-hmm. in a way that was for frivolity and recreation. It wasn't like, all right, guys, band practice, let's go. It was. Yeah. It was silly in the way that you would play a board game or that you would cook something together yeah. as a group of people. And, and, I, and I do wish I've been banging this drum uh, for however long, but I do still wish to incorporate more of that just like yeah. mu- musicality. As, yeah, and just as recreation and just, just for you guys and maybe it yeah. sounds a little whatever. Yeah. Uh, I went over to my buddy Rishi's place the other night and he has this gorgeous studio and there was a drum kit, and our friend Demi was just starting to play drums a little bit. And then Rishi, who's an actual musician. I mean, Demi's an actual musician, too. But I'm saying compared to me, uh, started playing this beautiful guitar line. I was like, oh, don't mind if I do. And I got on the keys. Ivory. And it was, it was so nice. It felt like heaven. It felt like a nice way to connect. Yeah. Especially for us boys who don't like talking about our feelings that much. Yeah. But I, things were expressed. There's, through the keys. Oh, a hundo P. Mm-hmm. Have you heard uh, the the sort of, this might have been a church thing too, the heteronormative binary of like how men relate to each other versus women, where women- Yeah, look at each other and men face each other side to side. And men yeah, side to side. I read about that a long time ago. I think it was like in a body language book or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think They it's, don't look each other in the eye when they talk about like stuff they're going through. Right. Mm-hmm. And I look everyone in the eye, as you know. Too much. I try to burrow <laughs> in there and Scary. make people feel like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually good. <laughs> yeah. You kind of want to like look anywhere else. I don't need this right now. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Okay. But it's it's, uh, it's GCF, and I want to catch up and see how your heart is and yeah. how it's doing mm-hmm. this week. I'm giving you a little insight into my like, like, yeah. and even other stuff going on today. I was like, I feel really energized in a way that's unfortunately... Novel and unique. Well, yay! Right, my week to week, and write it. I did because I did Peloton no less than twice today. Whoa, geez, Louise! Because it was fun. Oh my gosh! Here's my strategy now. On one, I know, I know. I'm worried. (laughs) Yeah, it went for me being excited to be like, is he good? (laughs) Two Pelotons and a song. It was fun. Well, I had a meeting in between. It it got interrupted. It would have been one long one. I see. Okay. But it wasn't I, like, I got more energy. Let me do another sesh. No, I kind of like uh uh edged myself. Okay. You know what I mean? And then I had a meeting Gross. and I did hop mm-hmm. I'd hop on Zoom and then the meeting was over and I hopped back on. So it was like a part 1 and part 2. Okay, yeah. Like Spider-Verse or something. Exactly, like mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. Did you see Spider-Verse? Yeah, of course. Wow. Loved it. Wow. So fun. Well, I mean, but you know my thing with it, right? I think I told you about this. No. Maybe not. There was, uh, went with a friend and next to us uh, in the theater was not someone who was on their phone or not someone who was talking too much, but someone who did have a huge, large icy, which is fine and allowed, but it was an eighth full and they were for about... 90 minutes of the movie and scraping the straw, they would like put it down, pick it back up, put it down and pick it back up intermittently. Lurping that thing dry. And truly for an hour and a half. I Damn. I almost died, uh, timed it. But I was just <laughs> scraping the straw against that the That squeaky lid. straw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really rough. I've been the squeaky straw person in a movie. 
and I hate myself. Get the icy. Get the silent hate from Kevin. It was tough. You have kind of like a special misophonia just for being in a movie. I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you can't. You can't get. Your, you know, ecstatic experience of the crowd cheering and whatever without also the chaos of it's people just being human and slob fests in the movie theater as well. <laughs> you know, you get both. Yes. If you want to be among the people, <laughs> unfortunately, it will be with people. It's a cost. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. But yeah. tell me if you think this is unethical. Um, you know, on AMCA list, you can book an entourage. You can book your own seats and then seats next to you for right. your friends and all your all your colleagues that happen to be in your entourage. My strategy for next time might be to book seats for people that may or may not show up just as a buffer for <laughs> so no one sits next to me that I don't know. Let Is me go that one step further. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a page from an incredible organization. And I think you should have a special green room that you get to hang out in before you go. Oh, yeah. And then I think you should have cordoned off seats. Sure. Just for like the real movie watchers. Oh, yeah. And especially for you and how famous you are on Letterboxd and Twitter, you don't want to be accosted, you know, coming in and out. So we'll probably need security. Are you Kevin? I'm like, yes. Yes, it yes. Is me. Of Let's course do a picture. It's me. Let's yeah. do a picture. Okay, you want a live review? Okay. Here's a review of the movie I just saw. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> this reminded me of taking a long walk down the suburban road of Kingwood. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. That's been take. Anyway, I think that's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> I might do that then. Buffer zone. Oh my gosh. Just a little buffer. It's okay. You're still going to hear it. Even if there, you could book the whole row behind you and there's going to be two rows behind you. Squeaks McGee. Well, this is why I'm doing it for our upcoming group movie date (laughs) with 40 of our best friends of like, if they're being annoying, I can tell them. And they probably (laughs) won't be annoying. I don't think you would though. Uh, It depends on who it was. Would you, I thought you were going to say you were going to book like every other seat for like several rows. Well, no kind of a checkerboard, yeah, like that no one would want to sit in so there. That is so funny, and I should do and that. And then you, st- you don't spend more money. Yeah. You're right. Just, just being an asshole. The beauty of A-list. But how's your heart? Heart's good. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, I feel I feel energized. I got some good sleep. Speaking of sleep, yeah. I don't know. I never say on the, on the spot for how my heart's doing. Oh, you know what? Actually, my heart is also elated because I also got to do a great creative endeavor this weekend. Oh, yes. Once a year, the Pasadena Chalk Festival rolls around. Uh, me and my great friend Chelsea, our great friend Chelsea, we uh, work on it together. You just get a section of sidewalk for this festival, and you can do pretty much whatever you want. And you have a whatever Saturday and want. Sunday. <laughs> and people do whatever they want. I saw some stuff where it's like, that is literally exactly what they wanted to do, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> they They did that. Is what you can always say, um, and yeah, it's it's a free thing to do. Anyone can participate. Kids partake, participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, older folks participate. It's great. There's some people that have been doing it for like 15, 20 years, so it's mm-hmm. like a little gang. They're all friends. They know each other every time they come back. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, it's just very very fun. It's tiring. You're you're working all day on just one thing, but. Um, it's really, really fun. And it's just like so satisfying to step back, especially when you're working really close on something that's zoomed in. And then you step back and you see how it looks on the whole. So I felt good. And when it was it was so lovely to to be a spectator. Yes. Uh, Kevin stopped by. Well. Yeah. I stopped by for uh-huh. a hot second. Yeah. And then I did take a little tour of the rest of the murals. Yeah. There were what you think? Seven Spider-Man. Spider-Man was huge this year. <laughs> and also <laughs> Uh, infamous gay icon Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. There was there was a rainbow mural of Stitch saying "Be you," yeah, <laughs> which is like hard to refute, and I would not disagree with. I just didn't know that was his platform and position. Hater, I think. Well, Stitch, yeah, Stitch doesn't really have maybe political. He's he stays out of the political world. But, you know, Stitch's story is everyone wanted him to be a dog. And he's like, I'm actually an alien. 
Yeah. So that's interesting. That kind of perfect. He was like, it's not like he was misgendered, but it was almost like he was misspeciesized. You totally, know, totally. I'm not a dog. I'm a be what, you, whatever the hell. be Stitch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Spider Man was big. It is interesting. Like, what is going to be the celebrity of the year? Like, Cheers sometimes the Pope. <laughs> yeah. There was also a Little Mermaid, which I'm sure you threw up in on, and they had to clean up. No, I it told was, like, Dexter a whole to thing. do his thing, and he he certainly <laughs> did. He's like, hey, is this problematic, bro? I'm like, like, nope. No problem. (laughs) Sealess. Yeah, sometimes when like a prominent celebrity passes, they end up being the subject of several murals and stuff. So anyway, it's really interesting. It's very cute, very sweet, very wholesome a lot of the time. It's a nice, just like, it it makes what is a major city we live in feel like a small town. Mm -hmm. The fact that you've been doing it five years in a row. Yeah. And it, I mean, and it's not, it's not hard to to come out and, like Regina Hall once did, support the girls, you know. Yeah. To go out there because it's <laughs> so good. It's so, so fun. good what you guys do. Oh, thank you. Every single year, and this year it was award winning. It did win an award. Yeah. Best technique. You're an award winning muralist. Um. Yeah, that was that was cool. It was unexpected. We were trying to win something this year, so that was good to get that goal. We were trying to pander a little bit this year. <laughs> pander to what? It was a giant cheeseburger. The people that, that you made. <laughs> the the infamous people of the movie theater. You know. Oh, the straw the general people of the, the, the town. The seat snippers. You hate, yeah, the seat snippers. <laughs> so, the the yeah, we did a cheeseburger. So I feel like most people are going to be into that. Um, and, and what did anyone say to you when they came up? To see every you? single person said, this makes me hungry. Well, I, could, I could eat that. <laughs> the shine on that cheese, give me a break. This looks so good. It makes me hungry. My mouth's watering right now. Uh, there, were, there would be points where like someone would stand there and say something else, and then I would, under my breath, be like, say it, say it. And then they would say it, and it was very satisfying. Very cute, very human. I loved it. Everybody loved it. I'll, I'll come out as long as these legs can walk, and uh, as long as you, as long as these little four legs can oh walk. My gosh. You know, I know. Fun. This is second year in a row coming out, or maybe third. It is cool. There is like a big turnout, like a lot of people, and I don't think they're all just related to the artists come to see the art, which is really cool. And yeah. it's like it's a lot. It's hundreds of murals all in one place. So and it's free, and you just walk up on the sidewalk. Hell yeah! It is. It's just very cool, and. Yeah, it's it feels very like pure hearted in a lot of ways. And it's it's legitimately from an outsider perspective, and you can speak to it better. Back breaking labor that Kinda, you're doing for yeah. nine hours straight. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And some people are doing because you get full two days. And mm-hmm. Chelsea and I have always finished it in a day, in like nine hours, ten hours or so. But some people go the full two days because their piece is that complex, mm-hmm. or they're working by themselves. That's the other thing. Like we yeah, are imagine it's just too, you, yeah. which helps a lot. Yeah, and like depending on like how good you want it to be, yeah, I just I can't believe it. Yeah, some people really like break themselves for it, and you're you are on your hands and knees like doing mm-hmm. it. Like you can get pads and stuff, Very but vulnerable. there's mm-hmm. not a lot you can do to make it easier. Well, people can check that out on your Instagram or on your TikTok. <gasps> oh yeah, I posted the little, TikTok. The, the TikTok. That I've been cross posting content. By me, by Why that, are you I saying mean, that shamefully? You're I fine. I just feel like it's wrong, you know? And like, oh, to we who? saw it in the post, we saw it in the story, and we saw it in the TikTok. Yeah. There's no police. Yeah, Abolish I shouldn't be trying to please all the 17-year-olds the way I have been. <laughs> and then I cross-posted on my work Slack, you know? Did you like, actually? We already saw this on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a channel on my work Slack that's just about people sharing, like, things they made. Uh-huh. So you're you're talking about cross posting content right now, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna show you a a screenshot of a tweet I have. I don't want you to describe what the tweet is. I just want you to audibly react whether you think I should tweet it or not. Okay. So I'm, I'm just gonna show you the tweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, do you think I should tweet that or no? Yeah. I should tweet it. That's a yes for okay. me. Okay. I'm surprised you're tweeting that for free. Because I know you have, I mean, I hope you're cross-posting right, the uncensored okay. version. Well, that's right. The uncensored version <laughs> Some, for... Somewhere else. A specific uh, <laughs> other platform, perhaps. What's going on in your OnlyFans lately? Let's do a little Kevin's ad corner. Oh, you know, like, uh, it's a lot of uh, getting back to my roots. Which is? 
intermittent posting. Uh huh. Because you you don't want to uh y- you know how like the streaming model of releasing a season all at once kind of mess with people's expectations. Right. You do want to do some regular rhythm of 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 release, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh-huh. but but not all at once. So right. I'm sort of stringing along my my right. following and my audience for a little bit. So you have to have a, a refractory period of posting, if you absolutely. will. Absolutely. I, I think that's absolutely true. And what are you posting? Oh yeah. Uh you know, what was the last thing? It was just a shirtless pick last time. So nothing too saucy. Shirtless pick. And do you set up any sort of lighting? Do you put your phone on the windowsill? No, it's all natural, baby. Wow. Uh, have I put my phone on the window before? Yeah, I think uh-huh. maybe I have once or twice. Do you ever bring Dexter no, into this show? absolutely not. You don't explain him. That's illegal. No, no. he's He can't consent to be a part of any of that stuff, so he's not a part of any of okay, that. Okay, right. I do. But he also doesn't get a cut because of that. Well, he gets a cut by living here. You're shafting him out of financial gain. He gets all, <laughs> the whole kitten caboodle, my friend. What are we talking about? Um, I had a I had a pretty terrific encounter with um, church laughter, in a way. Oh yeah, recently he went to church this weekend. Yes, uh, and and by the way, church laughter I think is not exclusive. As a uh, as a sensation to church, and I'd be curious what the last time you experienced it was, where yeah. it was like your sides were hurting because you mm. were laughing so much. I have to think on that because because the one before this was honestly the press interview that uh, Peretti and the rest of her cast gave at Tribeca is one of those where I, was, I had to be dead quiet, but I was like, oh, my sides are hurting right now. <laughs> I haven't felt this in a long time. It's good. And this one does tie into a little GCF stuff. In a major way, actually. And if this is too distasteful, Emma, you can cut this one out. But if not, then we can keep it in, which is uh, went to church where our friend William Matthews was actually leading worship as Fantastic. well. Fantastic. And, and uh, doing a, a very intimate set where it was just vocals and guitar. So that was the, the whole setup. And he was talking about how he likes a lot of the older songs uh, and how he's been digging a lot of them recently. And he sang a very beautiful rendition of Oh Lord, You're Beautiful by Keith Green. Do you remember oh, the song? Yeah. Oh Lord, you're beautiful. Uh-huh. Your face is all I need. And after the song was over, and it was real, it was truly quite lovely. He started talking about like Keith Green, you know, he passed away too early. Um <laughs> Nate told me this. This is fucked up. And William, like, you know, being knowledgeable and being such an appreciator and, and fan of that music and, and of that time period and knowing a lot about it and speaking so well to it on our show so many times, he said, like, did you know he was anti-capitalist? Like, Keith Green, he was, like, he, you know, he gave his money away and he redistributed his wealth and blah, blah, blah. And I did lean over to your husband, Nate, and say it, said, well, I wish he would have been anti-helicopter. <laughs> Now, Nate said, you said, I wish he was helicopter proof. <laughs> Not it. Oh. No. No, 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 no. That was his take on I'm it. I wonder if he misremembered or if that's what mm, he heard when, maybe. He, when yeah. he heard at the Anti-helicopter. time. Anti-helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. And th- this episode is dedicated to the loving- The Green family. Respectful <laughs> Hey, maybe you can be your next mural next year at the Pasadena <laughs> Chalk Festival. I should, yeah. Yeah. Love Keith Green. Keith, Keith Green. Keith, Keith Peen would be his, yeah. Right. Keith Ween. Right. We could do right. this, this all night. night. <laughs> He's got a great ween. Great ween. <laughs> but I, but yes, your, your husband was undone. Yeah. For a little bit. In you a way. To leave. What's that? I think he had to get up and go. He, he had to pretend he was crying at <laughs> one point and like go like this and kind of put his face in his hands. Yeah. For perhaps it made a, him real happy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, uh, it made me feel amazing. Yeah. To, that I was like, man, after all these years with this with this friend, I still got it. Still. <laughs> oh yeah. Got it. You've always got it with Nathan Ely. Well, and it's it's a funny sensation that sometimes, obviously, when, when you meet new people and you want to make a good impression, oh, how generous of a laugher is this person? But still. At the end of the day, 
it's still the oldest people that you know or the people you've known for the longest yeah. time. They're still like the the sweetest ones to make laugh. Yeah, and the only ones you can do like really, really dark stuff and know like they know. <laughs> As an iceberg of like, don't worry, I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Yeah, hey, hey, at the end of the day, I'm a pretty nice guy, right? This. <laughs> and then you dieted me. <laughs> Yeah, look at my dog. I'm pretty nice. What if that's what my like profile said? I did said? everything right. I did everything right. And they indicted me. <laughs> Gracious. But no, I've been on an upswing this summer. It's uh, It's been a good summer. We're midway through the year, yes. through 2023. Has it delivered on sloppy summer? Have you busted out the, the three inches yet? Excuse me? Your, what? Your shorts. Oh, I see. <laughs> Three those inch are, inseam. Those are five inch inseams. Excuse me. I've, I've never gone shorter than five, but maybe. Live a little, Kev. Maybe the summer requires it. I don't know. I don't want to uh, have a wardrobe malfunction. And then Matt Lauer has to ask me questions about Wear underwear. Damn. Why? Keep <laughs> <laughs> that loose. This, this is when you find out I'm like, under what? What? Under. What are you talking about? I mean, that medieval torture? <laughs> Oh, never. like the Mormon thing that they do <laughs> with the second skin or whatever? Nah, oh gosh. Nah, I'm not so I've been sure. watching that. I know we're not talking about it on the show, but I've been watching Shining Happy People, that documentary about the Duggars. And it's just harrowing? Or? It is kind of harrowing, but they one small detail that I didn't know about was that they wore like bloomers <laughs> underneath their dresses. So weird. Just so weird. Anyway. Think well, about that. That's like the one not <laughs> depressing detail yeah, that it's you could glean. It's from kind the of the way you think. I mean, it depends on how you approach it. But sure. Bloomers. Bloomers. Late bloomers. Late bloomers. Uh, well, man, I'm trying to think of anything like really touching or pressing upon my heart mm. that I can talk about on mic. Do you have any other visions for what you want to see happen in the next few months? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll take a page out of my kind of fish idol dory and say i just want to keep swimming mm. just keep swimming and moving i feel like booking up the days booking up the nights keeping booked having some trip to look forward to you know every couple of weeks or a couple of months are you going to the to the, <laughs> the best coast well the best coast would be here the yeah, west best, coast the would be east coast <laughs> the skeast coast <laughs> Uh, maybe, yeah. The Beast Coast. Yeah, oh, it's kind of the Beast Coast. Where are you going back? East Coast, Kevin. Um, East Coast, Kevin. It's possible at the end of July. Wow, maybe. okay. Yes, already. Nice. We'll see. But I found, like, the airline I use is pretty, it's easy to change the flight, so. Oh, okay. Nothing's 100%. Keeping it loose. I'm always keeping it loose. It's always there. And hanging loose. Like, yeah. the clothes I'm wearing tonight, which kind of leads us to... The single we have to talk about. So, on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's That's right, a trumpet and an electric guitar. Singles ministry, when we take one single song and talk about it for the entirety of the second half of the episode. Now, Caroline, you and I did a call-in show with our listeners a couple weeks ago in which we fielded nominations for new music, new singles. They were all pretty terrific. And if they weren't, it's only because it was an episode that one of them hadn't listened to before that we already talked about the song (laughs) that they recommended. Uh And one of the submissions that we got from a listener, I'm so, I I feel bad about this. I didn't have time to look up the listener's name Mm. before, before, uh, before this episode, but. I hope they make themselves known in the Instagram comments and or Twitter comments. Yeah. Replies. Live out loud and live your truth. Whoever you may be. Be loud. Be loud. Let's get loud. Honestly, LGL, let's get... Did you see the post on Father's Day, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> on Maine? Save it for your close friend, Circle J-Lo. Also, the father of her children wasn't in that post. <laughs> he was like, this is... That that's the me. father. This is daddy. This is daddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I understand. You know how I feel. Mm. Uh, about all that. But the nomination we got for this episode is Closed, a song called Closed by Barlow Girl, an artist we've talked about on the show before. And just like a refresher recap, a girl group, a girl band composed of sisters coming out of Illinois. Girl phenomenon. A phenomenon that did kind of name themselves after the the super chick song, Barlow Girl, All the Boys in the Band, when a Valentine from a Barlow Girl uh, they have been, you know, inactive for over 10 years, over a decade at this point. Now they're just sisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they transitioned from Barlow girls to just Barlow sisters. Just being sisters. Yeah. <laughs> just regular old sisters. But they have a song called Close from their album, their self-titled album from 2005, Barlow Girl. Before we listen to this song, Caroline, I want to talk to you about Close for a second. Okay. Especially as it relates to the season that we're in, the summer, because, uh, you know, East Coast Kevin is one thing, the sort of Mm. identity that I assume and personify when I perhaps get onto the other side of the country. Concrete jungle. Where dreams tomatoes. There's nothing you can do. Um, (laughs) But also summer Kevin's coming out. Yeah. The three inches and whatnot that you were alluding to before. Mm Mm-hmm. I want you to honestly, you don't have to do it now. Maybe just like stew on it while we listen to this song. But this is a song about, you know, modesty culture and how people present themselves and especially the pressures on young women in in Christian context. Uh, How would you define my style? Your style? My clothing style generally. And also like the ways I've just been ever so gently pushing the boundaries and edges of it mm-hmm. and where you think I should go from here. Okay. Perhaps. Wow. So, cause I try, I trust your yeah. perspective and opinion on this. Wow, cause you. I think you have really good taste because I think you thank have you. really good style. Well, I try. Yeah. Um, I will think on that. Well, actually I think I have my thoughts. You do now. Do you want to do it after the song or do you want to do it before the song? Let's do it after the song. Okay. Let's <laughs> We'll take a quick listen. Clothes are what they used to be. They don't seem to fit you and me anymore. 
<laughs> All right, that's pretty much it. Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you but, think about this song, Kevin? Clothes that fit are fine. So <sighs> it's so funny when uh, we listen to CCM or or any of these artists or music where it's breaking out of like uh, vertical songwriting to God. Mm-hmm. And it is just like, it's not even horizontal about like what it's like to be in a relationship with God or to be loved by your creator. But it's just like Christian values informing the impetus of your take on a social issue. Yeah. Which like to them, this is a social issue in the way that right. protest songs are about social issues in the 60s. Exactly. Like, what's blowing in the wind? Your sp- spaghetti strap, I guess, <laughs> is is the case. Um, and I think it's so to the benefit of people who are like gatekeeper. It, it honestly reminds me of, uh, you know, like, honestly, I hope this isn't a crass analogy. It reminds me of black Trump voters where it's like the, those get propped up or like Diamond and Silk, the influencers are like, we love Trump and he's great and and we don't think he's racist, he's good. And for CCM to have artists like this where it's like, hey, look at these fun girls and they're like a girl band, which even the aesthetics of a, of girls in a band and they're not like a vocal band, like, you know, like a Jump Five or something. They're playing their instruments. They're like, they're the Christian Heim in uh-huh. that way. There's something that's almost inherently more uh, empowering or liberating about just the visual and the aesthetic of that. Yeah. So then when they espouse things like, hey, wear more clothes, like there's literally a song about you should be wearing more. Why are you wearing so little? More fabric. It's it's sort of a win-win for all people involved. I, I wonder if they would have any sort of like Matt Thiessen in the 21st century come to Jesus moments of like, we actually regret clothes. <laughs> you know, the way he did with uh, yeah. uh with with mood rings. But but that's that's what I was struck by the most is like, and who knows? I mean, they were so young when they wrote this and, and put yeah. this out. But but I it it, it did kind of bum me out and I, I, I would just be curious how like the adult versions of themselves would reflect on it. Cause right. I don't want to do any research of like, which ones voted Republican out of Barlow. Like, I don't care. <laughs> well, the weird thing about this song too, is like, I was kind of looking out for that or for it to be some kind of mouthpiece about like, you know, the way that a young Christian girl has to almost like see herself as such a sexualized person just in general that mm-hmm. like, most of her effort is to desexualize herself mm-hmm. in order to be good, accepted, safe, lovable, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z, all those things. Like, and, uh, and also I wanted to be like, oh, and they're just being annoying about this or whatever. And, you know, kind of pushing force this idea at the expense of their fellow women who don't dress this way, you know, and do dress sexually and whatever. Um, but I actually was like seeing other things in this song that like I remember feeling as like a teenager that kind of didn't really have anything to do with like purity culture or trying to be like the perfect girl. Yeah. Like the T- other thing that I was thinking about was like this was the era when um, like low rise jeans were really in and like showing midriff. And the only one that was allowed to wear that and like look good were were like size zero women, you know, like you couldn't really wear that outfit if you actually had like a belly that stuck out or like big hips or things like that. Like, so it was, it was not only like a trend, but it was also a trend that like excluded most people, you know, especially with like body image stuff and everything going on. So them talking, (laughs) them talking about like, I don't want to wear this almost because like it makes me uncomfortable or it's just not the way I want to show my body or my body won't be celebrated in this the way that yours will. Like maybe they're not saying that explicitly in this song, but like I'm almost kind of like for my 15 year old self, like it would have been nice to hear this too of like, I don't care. You know, this is a trend. And just because it's a trend, 
doesn't mean I have to wear it in order to be like valued or seen as beautiful Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, I think there is the insidious like undercurrent of like, we must be pure women and like slutty. If you're dressed slutty, like you deserve what you get kind of thing. But I think there's also like kind of another thing that I think is good and everyone should feel safe to like dress the way they want and to not be excluded from the world of beauty or desirability just because like they're not wearing like the this the trends of the moment in fashion or whatever. That's actually a salient point that yeah. it's like there's there's an angle to which it is giving permission to <laughs> to to almost have an apathy about it's not even like cover yourself and like you know the sort of maybe sometimes traumatic things that can happen from church contexts or places of authority. Mm-hmm. Like that happened to you a couple years ago where yeah. someone said like, can you cover yourself up? Yeah. More stuff? Which, was, which was a woman to woman conversation. It was a woman who said that to yeah. you. Yeah. I got both. Uh, and men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, I don't know if I knew about that one. Yeah. I'll tell you later. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Well, just name names real quick. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like obviously <laughs> the, the thrust of this shouldn't be like teen girls should feel a pressure to sexualize themselves. Exactly. More. Yeah. And and I guess it's not saying this is right and this is wrong. It's just saying clothes that fit are fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And like maybe they did think it's wrong or whatever, but at least they didn't put it in the lyrics of this song necessarily. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the sense that they were like completely looking down on girls that did dress this way. But more of just, like, the ridiculousness of, like, oh, is this the only shirts being offered? Like, if I didn't want to show that just because I have autonomy over my body, like, you're not even going to sell me a shirt like that? Like, that, I think, is worth poking fun at. And uh, I – because at first, too, I was like, oh, they're doing that thing where they, like, say it's actually countercultural to be Christian Mm -hmm. because you're actually just doing something very weird. (laughs) Not because it's, like (laughs) – you have a rebellious spirit or something, you know? <laughs> or you're brave enough to, like, buck the trend. Oh, you're just a weird guy. <laughs> you're just being weird to people, and you're making them uncomfy. I guess that makes you countercultural. But uh, but I think this, like, I I'm, guess what I'm saying is, like, there's a generous way you could read this where, like, these girls, for whatever reason, they don't want to show a lot of skin, and they should feel, like, uh, proud of that or just fine with it, you know, and that mm-hmm. they get the same level of acceptance acceptance as anybody else. Yeah, and lyrically, there's nothing in the song that puts it in the really stark and kind of craven terms of a lot of this messaging in the church where it's like, you're making your brother stumble. Right. Like, like especially um, the burden of responsibility of another man lusting and then that tied to rape culture. There's not really even that much of a hint of of it yeah. in this song. It's this, not like, I mean, she even says, like, I looked hot, but I caught a cold. Like, the downside is more of, like, a practical issue. She was prepared for the weather. Right. You know, it wasn't like, I looked hot, but, like, no one listened to me. Or, like, I looked hot, but... But at what cost? Yeah, at what cost? Yeah, exactly. Or, like, I got attention, but it wasn't the one you wanted. Or something like that. You know, it was more... Yeah, there's... It's, it's like a softer version of, like, being modest or whatever. Clothes aren't what they used to be. They don't seem to fit you and me anymore. Modesty is out the door. That's hilarious, by the way. It was, it was what? The good old days of fashion. Like, they've always been so covered, we used to be you a know? country. Like, no. Poodle skirts aren't fashionable. <laughs> Flying what we've got and more is in. They're saying, don't ask why. Just They're saying, don't ask why. Just wear what we say. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who says You'll that? You'll look like a model if you only obey. So this is conjuring a world of like... <laughs> Of fashionism, fashism. Whoa! In a way, cool by the Barlow Girl vision of it. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like it's. I think I forget. Like that's kind of true in some ways of how trends have worked for a long time, and it's not until maybe a little bit more recently that having a personal, like, distinct style that is almost like anti-trend is a little bit more the norm now. Mm-hmm. I think for like women or people who are like into fashion. Um, whereas back then, it, uh, like most things, it was kind of a monoculture here with the gatekeepers telling you this is what to wear now. And yeah. if you didn't, 
I guess they were telling you to stop. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, whatever. You were executed yeah. in the public square. <laughs> yeah, you were. You're actually like hung if you didn't wear <laughs> low rise jeans back in the day. And people forget about that. Do you feel like you've evolved in that way in terms of your own fashion? Do you feel a little anti-trend in, in the positive way? Yeah, I mean, I've always been such an annoying, like, anti-trend person when it comes to clothing. Like, even to my own detriment, like, things I would think are cute. I'm like, wait, I how do you mean? Everyone's wearing it. <laughs> wait, wait, do you have a recent example of that oh, or anything that comes to mind? What would come like- to mind? You know, there was, like, a moment where, uh, what was it called? Some girl on TikTok called it Avant Basic. But it was kind of this style, maybe like two or three years ago, of wearing a lot of like checkerboard stuff and like kind of cutesy prints and mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, I like liked it. But then I saw it get made fun of and I was like, I can never wear this out in public. <laughs> Wait, get made fun of by a lot of people or just like... Yeah, like a lot of people okay. piled on. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think like I... I I think I am trying to and always have been like at least trying to wear what makes me feel cool and like what I think is actually really special mm-hmm. or like kind of interesting. I think or whatever. that about what you wear. Thank you. Honestly, yeah, it I makes it makes skin any more fun. Whereas I dress in a way where it's like, please don't make fun of me. I'm very scared. <laughs> Black jeans every day for the rest of my life sounds good. But the I feel like the wardrobe you've picked recently, even though it is kind of a uniform, like you are like specific in what you're wearing. How do you mean? Like you only wear a certain kind of cut on the shirt and a certain kind of fit on the jeans. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering like what was your reference for that? For the cut of the jean uh for both of those things? Uh the the shirt stuff like fluctuates. I feel like the jeans it was uh man, once we got out of that very dark skinny jean era. Yeah. And just like bouncing from that where it's like you want straight leg. You don't want clinging to the calves. Right. And and just trying to uh, – I feel like I've, I've always tried to dress in a way where it, it would fit in any era. Where it's like uh, yeah. that, that if you didn't know who I was and you saw a black and white photo of me. Yeah. It could be 1970, whatever. It could I think be that's 2012. True. You You're know? the anti-Carl Lentz in that way who's always dressing for the <laughs> era almost – Different more than anybody else. <laughs> like it, in an interview, he's different in every cutaway shot that you over like an hour yeah, long interview. Moved on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of like one of the fun things about like men's style, the way you if depending on how you approach it, is like it is kind of timeless. Like mm-hmm. the stuff, your options are actually can be kind of limited depending on what you like. Sure. If you like streetwear or things like that, you can really go ham and be really break out of the box. But mm-hmm. like a button-down shirt, your black jeans, these shoes, you know, so even a suit, you know, has not really changed like that much. It's like fit changes, but mm-hmm. like the actual elements don't change that much. Yeah. And I, I envy the sort of, I mean, I know I can do whatever I want, but I, I shouldn't put it in gender terms. I should say I, I envy the kind of person that does feel more the liberty to mm-hmm. have expression of personality yeah. in that way. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I do admire the sort of samurai approach of of even friends of mine where it's like, and I know I have a little capsule wardrobe energy, but some friends of mine, it's like they literally wear the same jeans yeah. and same shirt or like they have six of the same pair mm-hmm. of whatever that is. And it's just that forever. And they eliminate decision fatigue in the morning. There's There's something I do think is admirable about it in some way, even though it's not my flavor. Yeah. And and even even what I'm wearing today feels a little out of my usual bounds. How so? I'm wearing instead of um like a a, a small size rugby polo shirt, uh-huh. I'm wearing a button-down corduroy short shirt that's about one size too big. Oh, it's corduroy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Corduroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And even that felt like, woo, mm-hmm. we're really yeah. pushing the limits here. Because I'd say like, especially recently, and you didn't dress like this when I first met you, but mm-hmm. like you're almost like a minimalist. Almost, yeah. Like you, you wear various, like maybe three or four colors. Yeah, and th- it's just variations on like button down, a great fit on the jeans, like your boots or your Converse or whatever, and mm-hmm. then like a denim jacket if you need to wear a jacket. Yeah, sometimes. Are there things you feel like, I wish I could wear this, but I, I'm too like shy or embarrassed or I feel like I'll get made fun of? I have some of them in my closet right now. What is it? 
Well, there's a lot of, like striped things. Striped things. They, they, that can be a little tough okay. for me. Why? But maybe I need to listen to Barlow Girl. Like, <laughs> Where would you want? Who cares <laughs> to not bow down to the fascism of TikTok? And do you have like celebrities in mind that you're like trying to maybe dress like them? The, this is so annoyingly uh, consistent, but there was a lot of. Uh, from certain time periods, Springsteen stuff, where I was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, that's it." I was gonna say, that like, looks kind of good. Yeah, you know, there's still. kind of like the like Americana workwear era of Springsteen. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could wear that really easily, especially around LA. Sure, and that's the other thing is the city context really does dictate quite a bit of what you wear. I have to say, how do you mean for you? I feel like. Um, sometimes when I'm in other cities, like, oh, like for example, if I went to a wedding in the Midwest with my family, like Mm -hmm. getting dressed up there, like you can really glam it up. You know, you can do the full earring and necklace and makeup and hair and dress and big heels, you know, and it's not like too much. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I go out to a, like even a nice restaurant here in LA, like on a date night with Nate, if I were dressed in a heels, sometimes I feel like way overdressed. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So I feel like it also does kind of limit sometimes. Like, okay, so I need to be like kind of casual. So like dressy casual is kind of the furthest I can go here. You know, so what are my options in that level? I know. But I feel like the Springsteen workwear look, no problem around here. Yeah, and it's good for all time zones. Good, good for all time. Any... Good for all seasons. Yeah, and and it feels like, I honestly, the rugby polo thing too uh-huh. was, a, was a revelation for me where it's rugby like, polo. Yeah. it's not too much either way. Uh-huh. It feels like yeah. it harkens back to Ivy, but it's still dressed down, but it doesn't look too dressed up. I'm, I'm yeah. very happy with that. Yeah. That's, I think that the only thing I would yes, to, invite to your you advice. to think yeah. about, yeah. and I think you're doing it a little bit, actually, I just didn't even realize it with this shirt is like the same things you wear, but like some interesting textures, you know? Interesting textures. Different okay. kind of fabric, fabrications of these things. So silk. Uh, linen. Velvet, linen. <laughs> velvet. Like velvet I mean, tracksuits. Might as well. <laughs> um, yeah, or, you know, knitwear. Okay. Things like that. Knitwear? Like what are you thinking of when you think of that? I guess I'm thinking of like, you can, you can get some like, I feel like right now is kind of in is like a polo that buttons all the way down the front, but is like a knitted textured version. It maybe has like piping on the collar or something like that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get Instagram ads for that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's of the moment, but I think it's a cool look. Right. But it's of the moment, but maybe I need to be okay about it. But it's moment. also kind of timeless. Like I think you could wear that for mm-hmm. 10 years and be cool. Yeah. Uh, the uh, One of the other struggles I have sometimes is like, do I tuck the shirt in? Mm. That's like a daily question sometimes for me. I know. Depending on what it is. Like this, it's like I could feasibly do it and yeah. it might look okay. Yeah. But then even like how loose or tight is the tuck right. and all of that. Yeah. I, I really fret over. Yeah. The other the other thing you can do to have a little fun, but this is where it is. It gets experimental and there's some trial and error is to ex- play with accessorizing. You know, adding like a strap bag across your shoulder, oh. adding maybe a necklace, dare I say, or like a a bracelet that's made of leather or something. What if I became a bracelet? I mean, guy? people will make fun of you, so you gotta either push through, embrace it, or just be like, you know what, it's, it's not working. Or just walk into the ocean, and be like, you're right, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but that can take you know your kind of base layer outfit and and add a little bit more differentiation each day. Okay, I like where we're going with I think this. On it. Yeah, a, a little hat. more textures, a little baseball hat. I even that was a huge stretch. That movie pass hat that Demi got me. Oh I'm yeah, like, what if I start wearing this? Yeah, like, I never see you in a baseball hat. I, I was wearing a good amount the last couple of months. Very I just cool. haven't because it's been warmer. Yeah, yeah. There recently. you go. That's a good summer accessory. Yeah, outfit level upper. Uh, pay so much. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? <laughs> pay so much for clothes so small. Was this shirt made for me or my doll? Okay. He's so freaking skimpy. Is this all I get? I look so hot, but I caught a cold. Which is, you know, that that's actually a pretty solid lyric. It's a solid lyric. As a metaphor and what you're trying to convey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're saying let let's ask why don't we wear what they say? Don't want to be a model. They can't eat anyway. Oh, this is tough. 
that kind of attention will fade with the day. So I'll stand up and say, close that fit or fine. Won't show what's mine. <laughs> Won't show what's mine. Is that titties? Is that what they're saying? Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe a, little, a little cheeky collarbone. Don't change my mind. I'll be fine. I do like the, hey, it's fine. Like it almost it's doesn't fine. exist in yeah. a moral <laughs> Uh, black and white space. Yeah, they don't really hide it that much. And Mm-mm. I like that they say it's mine. You know, like my body is mine, not like not, it's my future husband's. It's Christ, <laughs> right? Yeah, Christ and my future husband. Anything else? Anything to say? The, the only thing I found on um <laughs> on on YouTube, Caroline, was there's a handful of of young women of girls making their own little fan. Oh. Videos from cool. like the aughts era. She's wearing like a strapless dress. And they're doing like little lip syncs to it, nice. which I thought was kind of. This is like a skit. Mm-hmm. Love it. Acting. Yeah, this makes me want to get more into the YouTube space. <laughs> oh, gracious. Well, man, anything else to say about this song before we rate it? I don't think so. Do you want to hear any fashion advice for me? I would love it. What do you think I should be doing? More leather. More leather. More. I hate wearing leather. Like double the hats. Do you have, when do you have to wear leather? I like, I think a leather jacket looks really cool, but I get so sweaty in them. Sure. Yeah. Ooh, you could pull off a leather jacket. That's a really good, like. I think I could. Americana. Yeah. Especially now that you have the beard. Like a leather blazer? No. From like Seinfeld a, on like it. a turn of the century, yeah, like Melrose Place situation. You know what I think of is uh, that like movie premiere Instagram account that just shows like premiere photos. There was oh. a time where all people wore, men and women, was a a, le- a big leather blazer. It's like ninety nine, yeah, it feels it like moment. Like when Brad when Brad Pitt peak hotness yeah. in Fight Club, uh, his wardrobe was that leather. Red jacket, I want to say. Do you remember uh, that from the movie no. from Fight Club? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can you can work it. You can make it look good. But yeah, get a little leather moto jacket. Caroline See how and that I may feels. have some online browsing size. to do after yeah, this. We got to shop. We got to add to cart. Gracious. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take this song and we're gonna give it a holy toast. Oh, they were really quiet. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to give it a toast mm. or holy rose. <laughs> Or we're going to put in purgatory. So what do we think? Like, it's it's mixed. I know. And I do not like the sound of this song. The sound. This is not what I gravitate towards. Yeah, it's not my thing. I can have an appreciation for it. The the part that I like in the song is at the end when they kind of speed it up and they Mm -hmm. get a little, they get a little ska on it. Wait, you liked it when they got ska? This is what you like? Yeah, this got me pumped. <laughs> to dress how you're like Scott. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like. I don't want a song that promotes modesty, but I do want a song that tells you to wear whatever you feel comfortable in. Yeah, and to um, not bend to the the iron fist of the fashion world. Yeah. Those- the- the Hitler world. Yeah, exactly. Somebody ready. Um, <laughs> so I think I'll put it in a purgatory. I think this is a perfect purgatory song. I think it's a perfect purgatory song too because yeah. you you were you so insightfully broke down how it is actually, especially from a young woman's perspective, giving you a little bit more permission and wiggle room to actually do more of what you want. Mm-hmm. And it and it is permission. I think it's it's a yeah. permission to. Uh, play around with it in a way that's not trend forward, and and maybe maybe you related to it at a young age. Totally. Maybe if you had heard this song in middle school, uh, the trajectory of your more life modestly. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the other part too that I I think is kind of sweet is like the girls that were listening to this song were also of an age where like. Yeah, you do feel like kind of weird about your body and how it's coming out. And like you shouldn't be forced to display it before you're ready, you know? So I'm all for that. And I agree with you 100% on whatever you said. Good job, Kevin. Thank you. Oh, great. (laughs) Damn. Well, we did it. And now we're floating in the space between. We're dimming the lights. We're lighting Uh, the candles. And, and you know, just giving my energy tonight. Let's dim the freaking lights in the air. 
How fun. And we're not here to promote ourselves or plug our projects, onlyfans.com slash Kevin T. Porter. Uh, we're here to lift them up to the Lord. The OnlyFans where I dress the most modestly out of any of my social products. <laughs> For an extra $40 bonus in the DMs, I'll put no three shit. coats on. <laughs> Caroline, I toss it to you. Um, you can lift me up and you can see the chalk art at Caroline's Farts. And I'm going to lift up a movie that I had so much fun watching. It's called Polite Society. It's like part action movie, part buddy comedy, part society thing. Um, It's so fun. It's about... So you put in the society thing genre on Letterboxd? (laughs) Yeah, society (laughs) thing. (laughs) It's about this girl that wants to be a, a stunt action star and also break up her sister's coming wedding. Um, Who amongst us couldn't relate? Right. Very fun. Had a good mm. time. Did you watch it? I have not watched it yet. No. Check it out. I have good no. Uh, the trailer looked really fun. Yeah, it was delightful. All right. Polite Peacock? society. What's I think that? It's on Peacock. Oh no! I'll go outside and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'll lift up a little film called Past Lives, a film by Celine Song. Her first movie her directorial debut and uh gotta be in the right headspace to watch it i think because it could catch you on the wrong day and really blow your butt out in terms of the emotional devastation a term that we all use but blown by a movie (laughs) yeah what was the last movie that blew your butt out (laughs) just like you walked out of the theater just hobbling ow was it little mermaid (laughs) yeah it was little mermaid it was it was the scuttle it was butt. Scuttle song <laughs> blew my butt out. And then you died as a scuttle butt. I scuttled everything. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna say a movie that blew your butt out. That's okay. Oh, um, uh, Spider Verse across the Spider Verse oh, blew th- my damn butt. See, out. I need to go back because my butt was fully intact after that movie because. <laughs> Uh, yeah, did it wrong. Uh, this movie starts Greta Lee uh, in, a, in a phenomenal performance. Okay, I'm not going to get light, lights, camera, porter on this too much. <laughs> Everyone should see it. I like her it a unfolds. lot. I was so viscerally uh, enthralled. In the, and it looks like a quiet little, oh, it's an A24 indie. There were parts in this that made me feel like I was about to throw up. Whoa. But in a way that was, you know, truly impressive. Ooh. Really impressive movie. Okay, wow. Uh, so highly recommended. And, you know, taking place in maybe the greatest city in the world, New York City. Never been. Is it nice? <laughs> oh, man. You get off at JFK, you take the air train. That'll take you to the A. And then from there, you can go into Brooklyn. Maybe get on the C, get on the L, even the G. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Patreon.com slash Good Christian Fun for more Good Christian Fun. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. Caroline, thanks for giving me close advice. I am going to be seeking your counsel in the future once again. You got this. Thank you. You have everything you need inside of you. And I'm feeling good about this summer, too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a a revelation for us all. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay, I love love you, you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. Now watch this drive. And should we go out with clothes again? Or maybe, you know what? Based on the movie that did so much for Caroline, let's go out on... uh, We're going to go out on the scuttlebutt. And we'll see you next week on GCF. Goodbye. Bye. To the hunter who arrows the bows The chatter all over the palace is that your Prince Eric is gonna propose what? To somebody nobody knows They're saying he suddenly chose Who? Who? He's selling an owl Ow, bet it's the kid with the new set of toes no. Oh yes, anything goes you never get- That was a HeadGum Podcast <laughs>